It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, good evening, c'est moi, c'est Simon, c'est Simon Marcel. I like to speak a little French, A, because that's where I'm from, B, because I know you're used to it, and three, where else than on The Rendezvous, we can bring a bit of that French twist, joie de vivre, joy of life, to each other, but on The Rendezvous. Question for you to start the show. When was the last time you said, je t'aime, I love you, I love you, to your partner, your wife, your husband, whoever you love, if you have somebody. Or if you don't have somebody, like me, when was the last time you did that? Because me, it's at least two years now. That's how long I've been single. But I think it's important to say it when you feel it. I love you. Je t'aime. Wonderful words. Anyway, any questions about your love life, call me now. 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous now, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Laura. Hi, bonjour, Simon. What's going on? How can I help you? So, um, I know, you know, um, the isolation and COVID-19 has been, you know, terrible for everyone, but it's been extra rough on me because uh, my boyfriend and I broke up in April Mm -hmm. And so I've just been trying to get over him. You know, I live alone. You know, I work from home, all the isolation, you know. Um, I just, I can't get over him. And how am I supposed, you know, people say go on dates, you know, have a rebound. And I don't know how I'm supposed to do that right now. It's been so rough. Okay. No, I totally understand and I relate. I mean, it's been rough for all of us. So it's like we're all in the same boat, try to find solutions and to get on the other side because hope is on the other side, which is six months from now, eight months from now, but don't forget that. First, hope is on the other side, and it's coming soon, number one. Number two, I think it's not so much about finding another guy, and be honest, mm. I think you have a little bit of a heart you know, pain, heartbroken situation, and I think you should use that time maybe to write down your story with your ex to detox your, your soul, your heart, on a notebook. Mm. Nothing better than to get over a heartbreak to relieve and write, you know, what happened and your emotions, what you felt, what you, the red flags you ignored. And I want you to put this story behind you. So as you may be online dating, and that's okay, it's safe, why not? I don't think rushing to, you know, meeting somebody else, so that doesn't do it. What you need to do is talk about what happened. Talk about how you feel. Talk about how you felt and talk about what you're looking for. And that can be done on a journal, which is kind of a lesson of life that you would write to yourself. You see what I'm getting to? Mm -hmm. Sure. Right? It's a creative way to detox. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a very good writer, but I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it's, not, it's not about being a good writer. It's to be an honest writer. It's, okay. it's, it, I would start the first line by exactly like, I saw him at that place, that time, that day, whatever day, year it was, and how I felt. And then you go on and on and on. And every time you're upset at what happened, you write it down. This is how I feel. Okay? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Don't give up. Good things are coming. No, no, <laughs> good you. things are coming. Hope is on the other side. Keep that from Simon. Thank That's you. why I'm so excited about life in general, because I see it's getting closer and closer, the liberation. Okay? Thank you so much. You're welcome, Laura. Good luck to you. Bonne chance and have a good night. Mm -hmm.
When somebody broke your heart, this is like my last call, Laura, what should you do to feel better? I want to share with you my do's and my don't. Coming up next. So if you find yourself like my last caller, Laura, very depressed, heartbroken, uh, and don't know what to do, what are the do's and the don't to get out emotionally from a breakup? So the do, what should we do? Number one, and I mean it, we should take a, a little journal or notebook, whatever you have, a computer, and tell ourselves the story. And everything we felt should be in that story. Everything we never said to the person should be in that story. Every emotions in your soul, in your heart, still in your throat because you haven't said it, has to come out. It's called detox. So you have to do this. I mean it. It worked for me. My shrink gave me that advice, I don't know, 25 years ago. Talk to yourself. And two, little pleasure, little nuggets of joy of life. Uh, dark chocolate if you like it. Um, what, whatever you like, do it. doesn't have to be huge. Spore yourself. Give yourself a break. That's the do's. The don't, I'm going to tell you that next. So you find yourself heartbroken. Somebody, you know, either dumped you, you dumped them, or but the result is, like my last caller said, Laura, I'm heartbroken. So quickly, the do's is to write the journal and to spoil yourself. The don't is to talk about everybody you meet about the person you broke up with, to make everybody the enemy of your ex, to bring everybody a vibe that is full of hate and anger and disappointment. No, 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 no. Keep that for you and one person you trust. That's it. Otherwise, you're scratching a scar, an emotional scar that's going to keep bleeding. And the second don't is to let yourself go completely meaning that you stop loving life, meaning you stop looking at your favorite Netflix, meaning you know you engage in self-depression. Don't do that. Keep the faith. Because at the end of all this, there is somebody else coming. So don't give up on the universe. It doesn't give up on you. That's my advice. You call the next. If you want to share a personal romantic story, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Gigi. Bonjour, Simon. You have a romantic story to share? I am all ears. Oh, yes. So I was out the other day, and someone rode by on this bicycle, a little bit retro-looking, you know, the kind that's sort of like a beach cruiser. Mm -hmm. And I had this flash back to when I was a little girl. I had this sweet, sweet boyfriend in elementary school. Um, I lived out kind of on a farm by my grandparents and we weren't very close to town and so I didn't have friends come visit me very often or anything I only saw people at school and this little boyfriend of mine he would ride his bike for miles all the way to the farm to come and visit me and it was just the sweetest thing I saw this bike and it brought it all rushing back just how did you feel when when that happened I just, I felt so, <laughs> it's funny, I sort of started thinking about how at the time it seemed so simple, and now that I'm older and I think about the things that, you know, we want each other to do for us, it's like, that was actually, it was actually a sacrifice, you know, like he, it, yeah. it was something that took a lot of effort from him and it it just made me feel so special
special, I guess. Exactly. And there is no love without proof of love. So thank you so much for sharing that romantic story. I appreciate it. And have a good night. Oh, thank you, Simon. You too. Coming up, I am going to go listen to Ali's voicemail because she needs my help to get over her ex. So let's see what this is about next. Please remember, 24-7, 365, you can leave me a voicemail with your question at 855-905-8255 and I will get to it, just like the one Alice just left me. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Alice. Um, I have a question for you. Um, how do you deal with your broken up with your boyfriend like me and it's three years and you're still in love with him and you still have to do a business together like how do you deal with that um i i'll be listening and tuning in to hear your response thanks alice thank you for your voicemail and your question how do you get over your ex uh when you love them still and you work together good question i'll answer next alice left me a voicemail with a good question she goes you know how can i get over my ex because three years ago, we broke up. I still love him, but we work together. And I just can't get over him. Please advise. Well, here's what you do. If three years after the breakup, you still miss him and you still love him, but you work together, really, I'll be honest, my advice, because it's been three years, is maybe to go and talk to a therapist about it, um, just to detox. It means there is unspoken that stops you from burying the past. Uh, it's not so much working together the problem. I think it's the fact that you're still in love with him. Um, and I don't know your story, but my advice is when we can't figure it out, I have a shrink. I love my shrink. He's 80 years old, but very wise. You have to go to a shrink and talk about what happened so you can open the knot and be free from that heartbreak. That's my advice. Got to work on it, girl. Hard. Good luck to you, Alice. You call the next. If you have a question about your relationship or doubt, please call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Francesca. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Francesca. What's going on with your husband? How can I help you? Okay. Um, so for this past, like, six months or so, my husband and I have been doing every Friday night, um, like, an indoor date night. Uh, mm -hmm. Just because of not being able to like go out to as many places, we've decided, you know, we're just going to stay in, we're going to cook a meal together, um, just whatever, like indoor date night. And yep. just recently, my husband said he doesn't really want to do it anymore and feels like it's just like a lot of work and like there's just too much pressure. And so he's like, I just don't want to do those Friday night date nights anymore. Okay. How do you feel about this? Well, it hurts. I like, I actually really look forward to it. And I feel like it's the one time where we're like really focused on each other versus just kind of like existing in the house together. And so the fact that he doesn't want to do it and he doesn't feel like it's worth it, I think he's 100% wrong. Like, I think we should still keep doing it. You know, I, I, I agree. The only thing is routine brings monotony. Meaning if it's so predictable every single Friday night, you know, then it becomes monotonous. So why don't we change the game a little bit? Because for every couple, Francesca, the repetition of the exact same thing every same day of the week kills the romance. It becomes like a chore, like something, right? It's just, so not to defend him, 
He has to understand it's important for the romance and for the marriage, but would you be okay to trade this Friday night tradition for, it's, it's a free-for-all, but the rule is, if one feels like it, the other one has to like follow and, and do things more spontaneous. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying for sure. I never want him to like view our dates as like, oh, I have to do this. But I guess I just feel like if we don't schedule a specific day, that it might never happen. Okay, so it's the same thing when it comes to ulala. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to break the ulala vibe, schedule it every Friday night at 8:30, and I guarantee you, no matter how you're attracted to your husband, soon enough you will say, Simon, that's enough with the same ulala Friday night, mm-hmm. guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But why don't we give right. him a chance to be more spontaneous, but the condition is you guys have to go with it, both of you. Yeah, no, okay. for sure. We can, I, I, can, I can try that for sure. Thank you, Simon. For a bit, for a bit. And then if it doesn't work, you're going to call me back, okay? I will. Oh, you know I will. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right, Francesca, thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you. It's going to work out. Okay, thank you, Simon. Au revoir. <laughs> Au revoir et merci. Why don't we talk about the expectations we have as men and as women, about the romantic rhythm when we're in a relationship. Let's talk about that next. So I'm glad we can talk about this honestly because uh, from many callers, uh, many voicemails, and even on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, I can see there is a misunderstanding uh, about what women expect from their partner romantically and what men expect when they are in relationship with women. So we really got to talk about this. So first, um, I think as a woman, you would agree that romance is very important to feel heard, wanted, desired, seen, and loved. To be romanced, to do date nights, to receive flowers, to do to receive an expression of love and sweetness, right? This is what is the, the apparatus, the engine, as the way you love your man. You, you need the romance. That's, that's, I think, the definition of what women want. Men, on the other end, romantically, what do we want as men? I'll tell you that next. So I think we can agree that we men, in general, feel the notion of romance is to feel a notion of kindness, of sweetness, of well-being, of feeling loved, feeling beautiful in the eyes of, of your man, feeling wanted and feeling heard also, by the way, feeling heard and seen. Men, we are a very simple creature. All that part is not as important as what happens after dinner, if you get my drift. So we like the romance a little bit, but it's not very natural for a very long time. But what is exciting about the romance is that it brings an energy of positivity and excitement that can lead to very exciting evening. It would be an unspoken for me to tell you here on my show that men don't think romance is after dinner. They all do, including me. But dinner is a wonderful thing to start a romantic evening. That's how I see it. It's all or nothing when you're in a relationship. I hope you keep that in mind. I made too many mistakes about that. You cause are next. A question about a partner or your relationship? Call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tiffany. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on? How can I help you? Yeah. Um, so this guy I'm seeing, um, we used to t- we talked on the phone like every day. And now suddenly I haven't heard from him in a couple days. And I, you know, I've been texting him being like, just 
trying to catch up with him, where you know, where he is, what he what he's doing, and I haven't heard from him. And then suddenly I get a text from him saying, I got in a car accident, I'm fine, it was bad, I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, um, I hope you're okay. I'm, I mean, I'm here, but, you know, call me when you're ready to talk. And then, like, the next day, I log on to Facebook, and I see a picture of him at, like, a beach house on a raft having a drink. So I don't know what? whether to be worried about this, like... And I don't know whether, you know, he actually got in a car accident or if he's just trying to make up an excuse to get rid of me. What do I do? Before we decide on what you do, in your intuition, do you think uh, he's being honest or he's lying to you? I don't know. My gut says he's lying, but I hope mm-hmm. he's not. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I think he's lying too. And I believe your women intuition like every woman has this magic tool, intuition. Insight, intuition is 100% right all the time. If you don't listen to your own intuition, you betray yourself. And so, mm-hmm. Tiffany, he's lying. I'm, I'm certain about that. And you are too. You just don't want to believe it. Yeah. So then, <sighs> now we know he's lying. What should you do? Uh, I don't know. Do I confront him? Do I just like and get over it and leave him alone? What do you think? I think you have to not go out with him anymore, not see him anymore, not do anything with him anymore. You don't want to, you know, be close to a liar and somebody who's going to play you like this. My advice is to take distance and move on. All right. Sorry, I'm a Debbie Downer like that, but I want to protect you. You know, I don't want you to be played actually by yourself in this case because we know he's lying and your intuition is saying the same thing. Yeah, you're right. You know, so I'm here to be on your side, so nobody messes with you. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, I understand. So be strong, stay away from this guy, and uh, the ocean is full of fish. (laughs) All right. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. I got a funny question to finish the show. Have you ever gotten flack? Yes, flack from your family and friends for taking an ex back. <laughs> Let's talk about that next. Have you ever gotten flack from your family and friends for taking an ex back? You know, basically, you said the worst thing about an ex, you guys broke up, you hated him or you hated her and this and that, your whole family hated him or her, and then you know what, six months later, boom, you're back with the ex. <laughs> and your family goes, what the heck happened? And you get a lot of flack. Have you ever gotten flack from your family and friends from taking an ex back? 64% of you voted yes. 36% voted no on my social media at Motive Radio. Uh, I never got any flack because my family don't really follow my love life, must I tell you. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. It's just not the family thing. They don't seem to care. But I care about yours. So any questions, remember 24-7-855-905-8255. I'm here on my voicemail. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.